April 1st, 2011, 8.5 bit episode 11. I'm your host, Stephen Lamb. With me tonight, I have Ian Matty. We survived it, man. We got through it. I thought it, you know, it was time there, but the apocalypse has passed. I'm certain of it. We made it through. We're back on the air. Louder than liver. J.D. Viardo. Howdy. Don't turn your volume down. Hi. Oh. And no one else, because Errol is missing in action. <laughs> he went AWOL on us once again. I mean, this is starting to become a rather uh, common occurrence on him. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. All right, how are you guys doing this week? Well, maybe because maybe he's playing Yakuza 4. No, I don't think he's on PS4. Maybe because he's playing Yakuza 4, he uh, got, like, killed. For real. They, did they come to get him? Yeah, like, stop, stop playing this game. You can't play this game. You're white. You can't play it, although you're the only person in North America that bought it. Get out of the the maid cafes. You cannot be a race king. Yes. Alright, so last week, unfortunately due to conflicting schedules, we were unable to have a show. But we are back this week. How are you guys doing? How is it going? <laughs> yes, you're schedule was conflicting with ours as well as your time zone yeah time zones can tend to do that I say we just well I guess it would have been like 7 in the morning it would have been good to go well yeah I mean you're, you're on holidays so you want to get up early and you know do all that stuff what better reason than to get up and uh, chat with you know your fellow podcasters yes Yes. But I was on Skype and nobody was there. I said yes. Yes. Yeah. Alright. So what's new guys? What you been playing? What you been watching? All that stuff. Well, let's go with the the fellow from Rome. We'll see where you've been at first off. Past two weeks. Um two weeks. Uh, I was in Rome. I didn't bring any game systems with me. Uh, so... Nothing. Okay, see so movies lately? <laughs> uh, I saw Sucker Punch yesterday. That, I loved it. Um, not on, like, I don't know. Story-wise, there's not a whole lot of story. I wasn't really expecting a whole lot out of it. But uh, I do respect the amount of time the, the Zack Snyder took uh, with the visuals and every single shot was just uh, amazing. Uh, so props to Zack Snyder for making a uh, great visual film. Not so good story-wise because uh, the ending kind of fell apart. But other than that, I, I loved it. I too uh, also saw Soccer Punch. That's where I was uh, last week. Although, you know, if uh, everybody's schedule had worked out and the apocalypse hadn't happened, I would have uh, Skyped from my phone in the middle of the movie. Just saying it. Um, I disagree with you on the, the fact of the story there. I thought it was uh, quite an interesting take on everything. Um, for those listeners who are not in the know, the basic setup is a girl, um, main character, who's known as Baby Doll, is uh, taken to an insane asylum after attacking her stepfather, who, uh, in the opening song, I guess, and there are no really cred- no credits for the movie, but uh, ends up killing her sister just after her mom dies. So she gets sent to a, an insane asylum where 
the stepfather has paid off a corrupt orderly to have an, a lobotomy performed on the the main character, Baby Doll. Um, I thought it was really a, a visual uh, masterpiece um, and a lot of fun. I mean, you got you know hot chicks, uh, samurais, clockwork zombie, uh, clockwork um, undead Nazis, robots, guns, samurai swords, all sorts of you know crazy wicked stuff, and it's quite a feast for the eyes. I really enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Really, most of, critics, most of the critics don't think so. Really, I have not really. seen it. I do not plan to see it. I think it is an atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear your uneducated opinion as to why you feel it's yes. an atrocity. Yes, well, the whole movie, like pretty much everything you read about it, it's supposed to be a female empowerment movie. How you know they're doing all this crap or whatever female empowerment type thing. Um, the thing is. This, like all the zombies and samurais and hot chicks and stuff like that, they're the imagination of a female, teenage female, and that does not right. <laughs> Pretty much the entire movie's fan service to like a 14-year-old boy when it's supposed to be supposedly... I didn't really see that, though. Like, honestly, like, watching through the movie... Like, watching through the movie, I, I didn't really see... Um, where they had like the female empowerment part, like uh, the whole movie was pre- basically all females going against this one male, which I understand is is, is the bad guy, right? And but who is just apparently seem... very one-dimensional as well. Oh, absolutely, most of uh, most of Zack Snyder's movies have one-dimensional characters. Like Three Hundred can't be like anything like three-dimensional. It's just totally like one-dimensional characters. Um, I think it's basically supposed to be the opposite of what 300 was. Basically, it's all it's all fan service for the females in for 300, and this one was just basically the opposite side. I can definitely uh, see the point in that re- relation there. I mean, I um, the female empowerment, I do see it there because it's and. Uh, the whole um, shifting of the different scenes is all based around uh, Baby Doll when she uh, basically loses herself in music and begins to dance and basically entrances everyone around her. And then it's a psychological journey as to what's going on around her. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, they're all getting coming a trance. These are women. Why are they thinking of these things? Not, not to be sexist or anything, but let's face it, they're not thinking about samurais and zombies and stuff like that. That's not their imagination. And True. why? And also the whole setting, it seems to be, it's supposed to be a mental institution, but apparently it's also set in a burlesque house or similar. Yeah, now that's, that's a really interesting thing. That uh, The next point I was going to bring up about it is... Yes, it is in the real world, is in a um, mental hospital, and that's exactly what it is. Now, you only actually see the mental hospital at the beginning and at the very end, because in the middle, um, Baby Doll, as soon as she's dropped off there, envisions it as if it was a brothel, a burlesque brothel, um, and that changes the entire setup of the entire movie, um, as to, like, the what she is seeing it's it's not what the actual what's actually there it's what she is envisioning that place to be because while she is envisioning it as the brothel um 
they blew the the corrupt orderly is envisioned as the guy who is running everything there and he is seen he is told that uh that he is saving baby doll for the high roller because she'll um when he comes in five days now this is actually when the lobotomy is going to take place is in five days and now she sees it as a high roller as a a, a major client rather in the in reference of the brothel rather than the um the lobotomy which is going to be happening in at the end of it so i mean it's an entire twist so you, it's really kind of an interesting uh take on things in that regard I, I just don't understand why females are picturing themselves in these scenarios when it's just it realistically would just wouldn't happen. That that's my main issue and the whole what the hell's that in the commercial there's that guy that's talking like he's a quote of the day calendar. Oh, you must yeah. find the key and you must find this and that and it's like come on. Well, the, the interesting thing is that um, when she's actually being led in uh, through the first uh, scene, first few scenes of the movie, in through there, they are, she actually sees all of these the items that uh, that he refers to uh, that she her brain in some way picks up on and interprets as this is what I need to be able to escape from here. And then when she the first dance scene is when uh, she encounters the him and it can be read as in at least i read it as that's her subconscious pointing these things out to her saying you need to get this you need to get this you need to get this and you need to get this and that is how you will be able to get out of here so i mean it's it's i think there's more layers on it than what a lot of people are seeing right off the top of it there's more it's a bit more intellectual than uh than it is being given credit for Although, Possibly. mind, yes, there is a lot of uh, a lot of fan service, and you know, I'm definitely not complaining about it. Um, but it is it was very interesting and very uh, a lot of fun to watch. All right then. So, uh, Ian, what you been playing? I have been playing Dragon Age Two uh, for the past two weeks now, and. <clears throat> I am in the third act, which I, I'm told from sites and other podcasts and the like, is the final act of the game. Uh, just actually got into it, got to that point a little bit earlier today. I'm reaching a burnout point with this game where I don't care about collecting the the little codex entries, like the information and all that. I mean, right now, I mean, I'm just grabbing them because it's a, a trophy for collecting a certain... There's a band of three that they're written by. You've got to find a certain number of them in each year. So I'm at the point where I'm just looking for those. Anything else, I just fl- flip past. Um, the recycling of the dungeons is awful. Absolutely awful. And it's really something that is dragging this game down and down and down, further and further into the depths of disappointment and just it seems like a really bad design choice i mean i think that you know even if they cut the cut 10 hours off the top of the game which they could have easily done and just added in more variation on the dungeons whether it just be you know a bit of a bit different style style or look to them even just a different color palette would have been it would have been nice and to take out the areas on the mini-map that show inaccessible areas while you're in this particular area 
um, would be would be good. But yeah, so that's what I've been uh, been struggling with uh, lately. Okay. Uh, what about you there, Steve? Anything you've been playing anything with uh, your school and all that? Uh, not much. I managed to play a couple minutes of episode three of Back to the Future. Um, more or less, same thing. You know, you enjoy the game and you enjoy the game. Really, yeah, that's really it. <laughs> um, yeah. When did did have you even played uh, number two? I'm not even sure if you. Yeah, I haven't well, heard so yeah, it's all it's all episodic. So yeah, I went through that one. It's good. I liked it. You know, yeah. Back to the Future. Uh, there's really not much to say about it. You like the first game? You gonna like the second game? Like second game? You like the third? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really, you know, not that much. Other than that, uh, a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of Street Fighter. That's generally about it, I think, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Marvel, Marvel front, I will not be playing any more Marvel. I got rid of my copy. Yeah. 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 Uh, unfortunately, a school and everything. Don't really have much time for much else, so yeah. Unfortunately, I am... Game list for the next little while, or very little game list or game full. Yep. Okay. Uh, movies. Did I see any movies? I saw Battle of Los Angeles like two or three weeks ago. That yeah, was a good movie. Actually, yeah, I saw that as well last weekend as well. I really enjoyed that as well. It, what I th- really liked about it. Uh, well, I'll get, let you uh, give your take on it there first too. Um, pretty much, it's exactly what it said it's going to be. It's just an action movie, really. With aliens in it, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I, I will I'll definitely agree with that. I mean, um, I went and saw it last Saturday, and it's been out for what a month now, two month and a half, something like that. Yeah, and the theater uh, surprisingly was packed. It was a full theater. Yeah, uh, I was really quite surprised to see that because uh, a movie that's been out that long. But uh, the one thing that I wow. really liked about it is that there was very, very little, um, you know. We're the U.S. We we kick at everyone's ass, hoo ha type uh, bull crap in it. America, yeah, yeah, exactly. To to quote uh, Team America, as Arrow would be doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Like it's just a movie about guys with guns shooting aliens. Really, that's about it. Uh, it's really well done in terms of like the uh, visuals and stuff like that. You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I best. I think the best comparison would be almost um, like uh, Independence Day, yeah. but uh, grittier. Yeah, and and less. You know, uh, we're yeah, we're so great. We're awesome. We're gonna take down everything. Type and of a little less retarded as well. Because Independence Day, the whole ending just kind of fell apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'm gonna great. I'm gonna program this virus in a completely different language that I've never known before, and it's gonna somehow cause this mothership alien, which we have no idea how it works, to stop functioning somehow. Let alone, uh, we're going to learn how to fly this alien spacecraft as if it we we knew we were an ace pilot. Yeah, pretty in much. In a span of you know just sitting in it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, you know, Battle of Los Angeles, I give it two thumbs up. It's exactly what it promises to be. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. It's not going to win any awards or anything, obviously, but, you know, Cinder is entertaining. Uh, Yep. yep. I would uh, definitely agree with that, 100%. All right. So, moving on. Let's move on to the new releases of the week. 
uh, last week the DS came out. 3DS on Sunday actually came out. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Sunday. Um, hey. don't, yeah, don't think anyone bought those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do you buy one, JD? Well, I traded my one of my DSi XLs for one, so yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you play it? I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the key <laughs> is, you know, that what I just find interesting about that comment is that he said he traded in one of his DSi XLs. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a little sick. It's quite known that I have multiple systems. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so none of us bought it. I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> Unless they're like fifty bucks, so yeah, not buying one. Yeah, the best selling game for the three DS is Street Fighter Four. This also the most broken game because of that one button touch thing. You can throw sonic booms without having to charge. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, just wait till. Like um, yeah, you know you can. Your phone is ringing. Uh, yeah, you can walk forward and do Honda headbutts. That's just broken right there. <laughs> oh, I bought that game too. Yeah, apparently, you, well, apparently you can filter it. So the, you, when you play online, you know you can play with people that don't use those. But still, mine was just playing on a regular console, really. Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, new releases for the week of April fourth. Right, I'm just going to duck out here for about 5-10 minutes. I'll be right back. Sorry about this, guys. No problem. Karaoke Revolution Glee 2 for Nintendo Wii. Yay. Yay, Glee. I've never actually seen that show for my life. I've I, seen one episode. Yeah, a lot of girls <laughs> like it. Uh, Gears of War Triple Pack. I think that's Gears of War 1 and 2 and the uh, DLC for 2. Uh, twenty nine yeah. ninety nine. So that should be cheap. So thirty bucks for the Gears of War series. Uh, Remington Super Slam Hunting Alaska for Nintendo Wii. So you can hunt stuff. Yeah. Wow. Top Gun Hybrid game and movie. I'm assuming this is a Top Gun game and a Blu-ray. Okay, this oh. is terrible. Like so far, you've mentioned like Wii games that I don't really care about. Where, where, where are the good Wii games? Uh, I don't know where are the good Wii games. Who knows? <laughs> They're still thinking of some. That's the reason why I don't own a Wii. <laughs> True. Dare to enter the danger to a Top Gun, the Wingman edition. Yeah. <laughs> so it comes with the Blu-ray of the movie and some sort of game. Probably pretty shitty. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Remington Super Slam Hunting Alaska for the Windows Vista and Windows XP. Carnival Games Monkey See Monkey Do for the Xbox 360. I believe that's a Connect game. Days of Thunder game and movie. What the hell's going on here? What the hell's with these movies and games? Uh, yeah, so Blu-ray and some shitty game probably. Yep. Uh, Folded Hole Play Case for Nintendo DSi XL Blue and Red and Black. So a bunch of cases and shit for your shit. And that's pretty much it for games. That's it? Wow. Yeah, there's really nothing coming out this week except for uh, if you don't have Gears of War yet, you can pick that up or cheap. Um, last week, the City uh, 0012 came out, I think, too, for uh, yeah. PSP. I got that. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, or, well, might be getting it. 
Uh, yeah, not especially interested. I don't know. Third birthday apparently oh. came out too. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, might get yeah, it. I don't I know. It. Yeah, you know, a lot of stuff. Uh, Crisis 2 came out last week. My little brother's been playing that game. It seems okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't think anything else really came out last week. Yeah, WWE s- All-Stars. Oh, yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Or The Warrior. That guy's crazy, eh? Actually, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> like, no, the Ultimate Warrior, he's actually crazy. I believe he, like, legally changed his name to The Warrior or something like that, apparently. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And uh, he goes on internet rants that are just ridiculous. Kind like, of like uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, so Charlie Sheen's awesome. <laughs> oh, he just wins. The ultimate, the ultimate warrior actually thinks he's the warrior. He's straight up crazy. <laughs> uh, poor guy. Yeah, although he's awesome. He was my favorite. Hey, maybe we can get him on the podcast. The warrior. That'd be I'm awesome. the ultimate warrior. The warrior, man. The warrior. All right. Okay. Before Ian gets back telling us how he missed a bunch of DLC crap, let's move on to the news. <laughs> uh. All Sony NGP games will be available for download. So the whole fiasco at the PSP Go, not being able to get your old games, you know, they're they're uh, getting rid of that. So yeah, wow. so apparently the physical media and the digital versions are going to be available, which is actually pretty cool. Yay. Yay. Um, actually, I might, uh, depending on the cost, you know, I might actually end up picking up an NGP, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you're going to pick one up. Be Probably. Silly. Probably will. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Duke Nukem Forever. Delayed. Till, uh, uh, are you serious? Yeah, it got delayed to June 14th, North America. Surprise! Surprise! Toasty! Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I find that kind of funny. You know. Yeah. Well, it's ironic. Yeah. Uh, Sony Ericsson, Xperia Play Games, could top $15, so all those, uh, PlayStation, uh, games that are coming up on Android actually could end up being pretty expensive, up to 15 bucks apparently, or over 15 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, um, I think they actually released a couple of them already, just for, uh, on the Android market, and they're like, uh, 7 or 8 bucks a piece, like Cool Borders and stuff like that, I think. Odd World might have been one too. I don't know. Odd World's cool. Yeah, it's kind of expensive. Fifteen bucks. Would you pay fifteen bucks for a phone game? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I would. Yeah. I don't know how much I'd pay. Probably less than a dollar. Not even. I'd pay like five bucks tops, and that'd be like five full, bucks. Really? Yeah, it had to be a full fledged wow. game though. Yeah, I guess. Hey. Uh, NDP Guitar Hero Three is this generation's highest-grossing game, which is actually kind of surprising. Huh. So apparently, this generation number one, Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock, was the highest-grossing game. Oh, you wow. Guess what uh, number two was? Rock Band? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Call of Duty: Black Ops. Oh, duh. <laughs> guess what number three is? Wait, wait. Um. I have no idea. <laughs> we fit. What? Really? Yeah, we fit. Wow, that's number shocking. Three top grossing game. Uh, Call of Duty number four, or Modern Warfare two number four, Rock Band number five, uh, number six. Yeah, number six is We Play. 
Uh, number seven, Guitar Hero World Tour. Number eight, We Fit Plus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> number nine, Mario Kart. And number ten, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. So this generation, yeah. a lot of uh, music games, a lot of non-games, a lot of <laughs> Call of Duty. It's redonkulous. Yeah. Pretty redonkulous. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, GameStop details U.S. and European console install base. So apparently, uh, NDP Group has taken data from GameStop, and let's see here. Current generation consoles ranking at follows: Nintendo DS has sold 47.3 million units in USA and Europe. Uh, actually, that's never mind. That's just US. Nintendo Wii. 34.2 million, Xbox 360, 25.4, PSP actually sold more units than the PS3, at wow. 19 million, and PS3 is at 15.4 mil. Way to go, PS3. Way oh, to PSP, go, yeah. yeah, way to go, DS. can't believe the DS sold that many. I think well, that, I don't know, I well, can believe I, it. I think, that's, I think that's encompassing all of the different SKUs too, right? So the DS, yeah. DS Lite, DSi, DS Lite, XL, the DS... Pokemon. Oh, I thought you were talking about all the different Pokemon packages that it came out with. I, th- I think I'd include all those too. Yeah. Yeah, because like, my DS is the uh, Mario Kart Red one, so that would be included in that too. <laughs> I have seven DSs, so never mind. That's not even including like you know the three DS. Yeah, so there's at least three. There's so there's at least seven SKUs for the DS. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Yes, yes. All right, uh, Europe. Number one is DS. Number two, we PSP sells uh, once again more than the PS3. PS3 is at fourteen point seven, and Xbox three sixty is at thirteen point seven. So a lot of units. A lot of units. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. Nintendo DS, you add up pretty much all the other consoles, is the Nintendo DS. Yeah, pretty much, eh? 46 million Nintendo DS is sold in Europe. 24.9 Nintendo Wii's. Oh, uh, 14.8 million PSP. So, adding those two, you want to have all the DS numbers. There's people talking. Yes, there is. That would be my trophy wife. You're missing the show. I'm back in the show. Uh, Castlevania, Lord of Shadows, Reverie DLC releases in air on PSN. So, what's this all about, Ian? I haven't actually read it yet. (laughs) Um, It is in relation to, um, originally last week, about middle of last week, uh, there was a story that came out that uh, the Lord of Sh- Castlevania Lord of Shadows uh, DLC was um, delayed in uh, delayed uh, like for indefinitely. I don't think they gave a date. It was like you know a month or so. Um, and you know this was even though it had been released on the PS3 already that it was being delayed on the Xbox. Now. Uh, just as of, I believe, today, or yesterday, rather, um, the, there's the story that uh, it was actually released in error. Uh, David Cox, producer on Castlevania, Lord of Shadows, has been on twi- all over Twitter recently responding to complaints about the DLC delay. When he was asked by one disgruntled European gamer why the Xbox 360 delay was holding up uh, Revere, Revere, or Revere, Revere, uh, DLC on yeah, <laughs> on the PS3 in his region, Cox replied that the initial DS, uh, DLC release on PSN 
was put up in error. In other words, it wasn't supposed to be released on the PS3 in North America. Uh, apparently, it's too late to take it down. Um, and so, and whatever bug is in the, the North American version of it is going to stay there. Um, interestingly enough, the DLC was only released on the PS3 in uh, North America, not on the Xbox. Hmm. So, somebody f- somewhere flipped a switch and it uh, kind of screwed things up. Huh. All right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while you were gone, we talked about how all Sony NGP games will be available for download. So none of that PSP Go bullshit anymore. That will be nice. I mean, yes. Yeah, I think the PSP Go could have had some life to it if they had made the entire library of games you know, coming out uh, all mandatory on the PSN network, and if you know the the greatest hits at the very least would have been uh, available on the. PSN network as well as day and day in the launch. Yeah, okay. could have gotten a better reception, but well, it could have gotten a better reception. Unfortunately, they'd have to work out agreements of all the uh, games currently in development and all that stuff as well with those developers so that they'd have the infrastructure to actually uh, have them all for digital distribution. So, yeah, oh, it, it would have been a nightmare in uh, logistics and planning, but yeah, uh, something that you know would have helped the life of the PSP go. I think. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever was delayed. <laughs> wow. yeah. wow. By wow. month, wow. I do wow. believe. Wow. Yeah, June fourteenth for North America. Uh, uh, if, if you haven't had a chance to uh, check out the uh, the the announcement trailer of that, you had uh, the head of Gearbox. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Randy Pitchford <clears throat> standing up in front of a in front of it, saying, talking about it. it's like, yeah, it's all good to go. You know, after so long, thank you for all your support, and there's nothing that's stopping us now. We're in the final home stretch, and in the background, someone goes up to the standee and uh, takes a, a a sign that says, I think June 17th, and sticks it over the May release date. And yeah, he, Randy looks back, and says, "What? Is this some sort of joke? You gotta be kidding me! What the fuck? Just no, nobody. I'm the last to know. I mean." <laughs> It was really well done in in relation to the delay. Yeah. Well, you kind of wonder if it's like, is it actually a delay? Maybe they're actually making a joke. Yeah, I know. I mean, that and they will, and they always decided to do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not really a significant uh, amount of a delay. Yeah. I mean, only uh, a month. I mean, there's not a whole heck of a lot that you can do in that sort of in that short of a timeline. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see here what else we talked about uh, Xperia Play Games could top up to 15 bucks would you be willing to spend more than $15 for a phone game for a home game phone a phone oh, game, phone game. Yeah. oh uh, heck no I mean I, I, I balk at spending a $2 for a phone game let alone a dollar I, I just don't see it as a viable platform for my gaming time alright and the last story we talked about while you are gone uh Guess what the number one grossing game of this generation was? Um, let's see. I'm going to say uh, the new Super Mario Brothers. Wow, no. No. <laughs> Guess what the number two one is? Let's just keep going here. See, see how far you get. Okay. Uh, number two. Wait, if, no, wait, the top <laughs> one would be... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Wii Sports. Uh, nope. Not even on the list. No? No. Nope. Oh, top grossing. I'm thinking of top selling. Yeah, top grossing. Oh, by okay. gross sales. Well, by gross sales. So, yeah, number of uh, units moved. Yeah, I would I would say, you know, I'm surprised that uh, Wii Sports is not on there because that... W- I, don't think they, I don't think they count that because it's a packing game. 
Ah, I see. Um, hmm. Maybe uh, Super Mario Brothers. Nope, not even on the list. Really? That's surprising. Or top ten, not even on there. Uh, uh, let's see. No, oh, World of Warcraft. Nope, not even on the list. you got to be shitting me. <laughs> I mean, they got like, what, like a half a billion users or something like that? Really, there's only four games on this list. <laughs> so Guitar Hero 3, Legend of Rock is number one. Bullshit. Number two is Call of Duty Black Ops. Okay, yeah, I can I can see that, but you know, I don't think that, that uh, the total number of uh, sales from Call of Duty has topped the number of actual Wii's that are out in production. But, okay. Uh, Wii Fit is number three. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, again, uh, Wii Sports a little bit above that. I'm pretty certain. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two number four. <laughs> Rock Band, number five. Yep. We Play with Remote, number six. Guitar Hero ah. World Tour, number seven. What, really? World Tour? <laughs> yep. We Fit Plus, number me. eight. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, Mario Kart. And number ten was, guess what it is? Uh, well, it's not WoW. Um, it's not any of the games that it should be. Uh, Wii Sports Resort. No. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of sickening. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, it's, since it's 1995, those are the top grossing games. Oh, okay. Well, see, that, that's why Super Mario Brothers wasn't in there. Yeah, well, of this generation. Is oh, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. I, I thought you meant, like, you know, of uh, the video game generation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I was still Either quite way. fairly off on that. Yeah. That's pretty much everything we talked about while you were gone. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's pretty well it here. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about at all? Um, well, I've been reading a few comics as of late. Um, re- I started in on the Marvel's Zombies Supreme uh, series. Uh, they're currently in uh, number two of five in it. Um, if you really enjoyed the Marvel Zombies series, uh, one through five plus uh, Dead Days and Return of Marvel Zombies and Marvel Zombies vs. Uh, the Army of Darkness. Um, I'm not really, I'm not really sold on Marvel Zombies Supreme because it doesn't even follow that uh, can, that timeline or that uh, and tie in with any of them, which is a bit disappointing. I mean, that because uh, you know, it, it might build into something down in uh, one of the further ones, saying Marvel Zombies Five was about a a specialized team hunting th- through the the multiverse collecting different strains of the zombie virus but so far it's a bit disappointing this uh this series in that regard yes um also have started reading the uh walking dead uh graphic novels i'm about halfway through volume two and i think they're like up to volume 15 of the of them of the compilations really enjoying it uh quite a bit different from the tv show um, it holds a bit of similarities, but that's but it uh, takes some like the two quite early on uh, take some draft, drastic changes uh, between the two. Basically, um, so a lot of fun in that. Uh, also, finished reading over the the past two weeks uh, the book Patient Zero. Um, don't remember who it's by, but it's a, a zombie magazine, 
or a zombie book, rather, I should say. Uh, fairly good. Uh, it takes place in modern day, uh, and it's about uh, terrorists that develop a zombie virus and intend to unleash it on the world. Uh, very good book, good read. Not very long, like I said. I'm not a big book reader, but I was able to finish in about a week and a half, two weeks. But uh, an enjoyable read, nonetheless. All right. Uh, JD, anything you want to talk about this week? Um, no, no. Okay. Uh, don't have. I don't know. Like I said, I've been away. I've been away for like oh, a yeah. full, like week or so. So there hasn't been anything in terms of gaming or comics or like movies that I've really done. I've just kind of been visiting Italy, but that's it. <laughs> All right. So. Um, yeah, well, a couple of things just came back to my mind here. Um, apparently that Mega Man game is being cancelled, that Mega Man Generations, I think it was called. Uh, Mega Man yeah, Universe. Uh, Universe, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah apparently that, that game was cancelled. Um, it might have been due to something with the licensing of the guy that actually did a lot of the work, quit or something in November. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that kind of sucks. Not a huge fan of Mega Man. I was kind of interested in that one, at least, though. Uh... Yeah. yeah, Mega Man has kind of fallen stale for her. No, has fallen it's stale in the past. literally the same game for yeah. <laughs> who knows how long, but, you know. Oh, I'm a big Mega Man fan, so I love it. <laughs> I mean, that worked for a long time, like for the, a lot of the originals, like 1 through 6, but as soon as yeah. it went into, like, uh, Mega Man X, I think they kind of st- they lost something of the whole, the whole uh, series. They brought too much story into it and uh, kind of lost what it was all about. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same. Yeah, thing. I agree. Yeah, it's also kind of like okay, uh, you got you can obviously tell you guys are kind of getting lazy now, because you're just taking objects and adding man to the end of it as bosses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of like you know, space heater man or you know, uh, lazy boy man. Yeah, it's kind of reminds me of that uh, that episode of Family Guy where uh, Stephen King's writing a new book and he's like, "Well, the story is about." Uh, killer laugh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, today was April's Fools. You guys see any of the cool uh, jokes or anything? Um, not really. Uh, well, there's one that I did see. Uh, it was uh, Google uh, put it out. Uh, they're, they're based on like you know, it's almost like Connect. It was Google Motions. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, I found that kind of amusing. It was uh, essentially, you know. Using your camera, you would now do motions in front of your camera to type emails and uh, and the like. Like to send it, you had to, you know, mime licking a stamp and smacking it on your knee to send it out. And yes. to reply, you know, you throw one hand with um, thumbs up over your right shoulder to reply to all. Take both hands and thumbs up over your thumbs over your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the better ones um, in terms of game stuff. Uh, uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic apparently was localized into uh, Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could play your Star Wars: Old Republic and <laughs> that would be uh, awesome. You know, if you could have that setting on as uh, like voice chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, know you, ha- you can change like voice changer changing to be a uh, robot or you know. A high-pitched hummingbird of that. Just change it to sound everything like a Wookiee when you're talking back and forth. Yeah, that'd be kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, one of the ones that I uh, wish actually was true 
is uh, Astro Video Gaming Equipment. They make a lot of uh, uh, equipment and stuff like that, like wireless systems, things like that. Their joke was they were uh, releasing a gold-plated version of, like, controllers and stuff like that for the player inside the player, or the player inside the player. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I'd solid, almost buy- solid 22 karat gold controller, I'd buy it. Yes, yeah, that's something that it almost uh, it comes into the realm of believable, especially if they were saying yeah. that it was in uh, uh, United Arab Emirates. Because I mean, they have uh, over there they have vending machines for gold bars. Yeah, you know, throw you know ten thousand dollars in, and you get a solid gold bar, a twenty-four carat solid gold solid gold bar vended out of the vending machine. If, if it was any other day, I would actually think this was real. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there's been like what uh, the, when the PSP was, came out, there was like a twenty-five thousand dollar, you know, jewel encrusted uh, PSP that was released um, with you know Swarovski diamonds and yeah. and crystals and all that sort of shit on it. So I could, I could, it's believable. Yeah, uh, let's see what it says here. Uh, a line of products have been created using solid twenty-two karat gold. There's the ultimate in ultra premium gaming performance. That'd actually work terribly. Gold's a terrible conductor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Not a, not to mention the weight. Yeah, well, yeah, gold's pretty heavy too. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, World of Warcraft induces Krabby, the dungeon helper. It's kind of like Clippy from uh, Microsoft Office, but in a crab to help you through your game. Let's see. They also did another one, uh, the Tome of Internal Darkness or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the phone app or whatever. Yeah. That transmutes your apps into other apps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I think that one of the... uh, the best ones that I've ever, like, two of the best that I've ever heard was uh, one that was done by One Up uh, back in the day, and it was a, a car- based. This is back when Tomb Raider was big, and they had basically came out with uh, the the premise that One Up Games, a new development studio, was doing a Tomb Raider type character uh, named Wildfire that was totally butt naked. And a lot of story, a lot of places uh, picked it up as being legitimate and real. Uh, it wasn't until a few days later they found out that it was a one, like a, 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 a goof story. But I mean, I think that was pretty. You know, they had like screenshots and everything like that. So it, was, it seemed really legitimate, which is really quite something. Uh, the other one uh, was the DS, the D- the Nintendo DS when it was first announced was on uh, April first. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know the, you know, look at this. Here comes a, a Nintendo DS with a two or a Game Boy with two screens, and one will be a touch screen. It just seems so fantastical that you know it couldn't be real, but you know, lo and behold, it did. It was, and it was really quite surprising. Yeah, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, here's another one I wish was awesomely real. Uh, Toshiba has announced their first 3D monocle. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a monocle, but in 3D. <laughs> that is pure awesome. I would want one. Even though 3D gets me a headache, I would want one because it's a well, monocle. I mean, especially considering that, you know, 3D is all based around depth perception. You need two, and you know, two, eyes. two eyes to be able to create that. <laughs> I mean, would that mean we'd be able to see in 6D if we, you know, had two 3D monocles? Yes. Yes, you would. See into the sixth dimension. 
Uh, StarCraft 2 Wings of Liberty patch 1.4.11. Uh, it's actually a fake patch that Blizzard released. They always do a bunch of stuff. Uh, just a quick couple of notes they put up was like, uh, players who not type GG before quitting game will automatically receive a loss for bad manners. <laughs> players who are winning a match and type GG on behalf of their opponents will automatically surrender. Uh, <laughs> players of Battleland accounts registered the first and last name David Kim will now receive an automatic 20% reduction to all stats. That's racist. <laughs> Uh, the dance studio has been added to the game. Teach your units new dances by purchasing them with your bonus pool. Show off to your opponents and impress your friends. You know, I think that that one may have been. Apparently, I don't know how it's done, but in uh, StarCraft, um, there was a game on in the GSL. Uh, or the, is it GSL? I think it is. Uh, StarCraft. It's basically the Korean StarCraft League. Uh, there was a... Um, a, a match that was going on between two rival teams, and the guy, you know, he was having a marine rush, and it was like he was on the verge to to winning. And if you enter a, a particular command, it's probably like slash dance, so that you can make your characters just start dancing. <laughs> and he did this, just you know, he did this as as he was like you know storming the base, so all the marines just stopped and started dancing. Yeah, <laughs> he lost the match. <laughs> <laughs> because of that move, like he could, if he didn't do that, he would have won. But you know, because of that, it gave the other opponent that that time that they needed to uh, recover. Now, when uh, when you know they won, the other team won, or the other guy won. The rest of his team came over to where the 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 guy that did the slash dance, and they started mimicking the dance all around him. <laughs> because, you know, if you don't know the Korean StarCraft the thing, is like you know televised and you know crazy huge over there. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a couple more things I found kind of funny. Um, I mean, for league, leagues and ladders, uh, in addition to losses, wins are now also no longer shown. Instead, players will see Jim Rayner giving them two thumbs up, regardless <laughs> of if they win or lose. <laughs> uh, to balance out the issue of Zerg underrepresentation and turn over representation in the upper ladder brackets, the names of these two races have been switched. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> to make Battle.net friendlier, all players will automatically be placed in the same voice chat channel. Upon logging into Battle.net, voice chat is defaulted back to on and volume is maximum every time the game is started. <laughs> I can I can just imagine the, the nightmare that, of people that, that if that was real, that would cause. Yeah. Uh, whenever a phoenix performs a barrel roll, animation cannot be damaged by any attacks. <laughs> Do a bear roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Protoss players that are matched against any other Protoss player will automatically start with the game with four gateways and a warp gate tech researched. <laughs> I can imagine, you know, there were, there's probably some people out there that actually took it seriously or, or you know, began freaking out about it. Yeah. Uh, due to lack of appreciation by players, the mothership has been surgically altered to be a sleeker and more visually appear- appealing. Has been renamed to the Cougar Ship. <laughs> ship will automatically gravitate towards enemy units that have been in play for 18 to 21 minutes, and is had to bring them back to the nearest front base. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see what else here. Anything else cool in here? Uh, bunker, no change. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for all the good ones inside here. Uh, 
bug fixes, gameplay fixed a bug where playing players, Terran players were able to lose a game and fix a bug preventing planetary fortress from lifting off. <laughs> Alright, nice. uh, let's see what else we got for April here. Razor, those guys that make uh, video game peripherals, they also have a fake peripheral. It's called the world's first gaming bio-exoskeleton. So, yeah, so Razor's making exoskeletons now. You too can be an exoskeleton. The average gamer has 100 actions per minute based on the number of actions that most pro gamers peaking around 300. Uber optimized and overpowered for blah blah blah. The Razor Talent will accelerate you to a pace of over 3,000 actions per minute. I like it. So you, could, you too can be, a, can be a cyborg thanks to the ugly green of Razor peripherals. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Minecraft has released a mega store where it's no longer microtransaction, it's mega transactions where you can buy regular padlocks for eight dollars and response from support for four hundred and ninety four dollars. I saw that. I like that. Uh, that was something that I quite enjoyed. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I saw that was uh, good for uh Good for uh, April's Fools. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah, there was none that uh, really stood out so far that I've, I've really seen I, that uh, it really, you know, popped. This yeah. Week. It was kind of lackluster, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's pretty well it. Yeah, unfortunately, there's usually a lot more better stuff in April's Fool. This year was kind of, yeah, not as good. Mhm. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, think I might do it for tonight. So you guys have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, it's been kind of a slow couple weeks, you know, in relation to both video game releases and uh, and news. And there hasn't been really a whole lot going on. Um, oh, something that um, that I heard of. I, I'm not really sure. You know, I don't have a link to the story or anything like that. But apparently. Uh, because of the, the quake in Japan, now there's one company there that uh, supplies about 30% of a uh, polymer that goes into 30% of uh, like batteries, like you know, uh, electronic batteries, like the iPod, iPad, to everything like that. Apparently, this company is like you know the sole supplier of this polymer. Yeah, and uh, they haven't started back up production since the the quake. So there's a, a worry that you know uh, batteries for Electronic devices are going to be in, in short supply, um, <laughs> and could significantly hamper like the the production of the 3DS and the iPad too, uh, in the near future if they don't start back up soon. Yeah, well, that's kind of interesting. Um, I know that the whole touchscreen thing too. They actually need to start figuring out a way to uh, make touchscreens now, because apparently uh, one of the conductors actually used in the touchscreen is actually a rare metal. And mm-hmm. they actually figure that they might actually run out of this stuff within the next about fifteen twenty years. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if uh, the connect technology is uh, gets actually improved, I mean that won't uh, won't matter because we won't be using touchscreens anymore. Yeah. We'll be waving around like idiots on the bus in front of our <laughs> our five DS or something like that. I sure hope not. Sorry, it'll be you know it won't be a, a DS anymore. It'll be like a a three S or something like that. The three screens. You'll have screen just surrounding you. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. So other than that, um, I think that's going to do it for this week. A little bit of a shorter show, but whatevs. Um, yeah, next week we'll talk about stuff and stuff. Yeah, uh, um, like uh, yeah. if anyone out there uh, wants to send in a topic or has any uh, suggestions or issues they'd like us to debate, by all means, uh, send them in. Uh, hopefully, we have some more. You know, what are the releases for next week? Book like anything good? I missed that part mm-hmm. of the show. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's what I figured. We're in some really slow times for game releases, right? Unless now. you want to get a Top Gear or no? Was that Gears was of War? Gear, no, yeah, Gears of War. What are your what are your feelings for uh, the movie Days of Thunder or Top Gun? <laughs> that is <laughs> a movie. Yeah, because Top Gun hybrid game and movie has come out for twenty nine ninety nine, where you get a Blu-ray movie and yeah. a Top Gun game. Same thing with Days of Thunder. <laughs> uh, interesting. I mean, how about I'm, Glee? Do you want Glee? Karaoke Revolution Glee. No, nah, I think it's just capitalizing on a decent television show. But I mean, then again, what, what, when is the modern media never done, uh, ever not done that? What about Carnival Games? You can get Carnival Games for your uh, 360 for the Kinect now. Awesome! Finally, something to buy for the Kinect. Guess how much it is? Twenty nine ninety nine. You're wrong. Oh, uh, it should be thirty nine ninety nine. You're still wrong. Forty nine ninety nine. It's forty nine ninety nine. You gotta be wow. kidding me. I mean, even when the Carnival Games came out on the Wii, it wasn't that much. Yeah. Oh. It's, uh, 20 games and attractions, so. Good grief. That is yeah. a sad, sad <laughs> state of affairs. Hmm. This is interesting. Uh, Amazon.ca is recommending that I buy The Secret World of Alex Mack, Season 1. <laughs> Are you going to take it up on that uh, recommendation? It's only twelve ninety nine. <laughs> Twelve ninety nine. Come on, as a student, I mean that's what half of the bucket of <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, it's well beyond a drop in the bucket when you're a student. Customers who bought this item also bought Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider season one. That was an <laughs> awesome TV show. Never saw it. Felt like a typewriter or a ghost, and he like writes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. who reads it? I mean, if it's, you know, is it like... Some, you know, some kids. I can't, I can't yeah. remember. I think it was like a computer screen and it was like a ghost and it wrote stuff and they solved mysteries. How would the ghost solve mysteries? I mean, wouldn't the kids kind of get freaked out at first? You know, Holy crap, there's shit peering on my screen! And just shut it down, you know, go outside. Yeah, there's a black kid too, so... Like, what's he doing in front of a computer? Oh, that's, that's racism. racism. <laughs> Anyways, obviously he stole the computer, but I'm... Oh, no. That's just jokes. <laughs> Anyways, I have many black friends that are not thieves. Slappy don't play that way. Indeed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that'll do for tonight. Um, so email us at 8.5bit at gmail.com. Visit us at 8.5bit.libson.com. And yeah, drop us a line. Uh, so, 3.5-bit episode 11, this is Stephen Lamb. And Ian Maddy, hoping to get through some redundant dungeons and play something different, because they're starting to drive me insane. In the membrane. Got no brain going insane. 
Insane oh, in the brain. Insane in the brain. Got no brain going insane. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's actually part of the song. No, no. I, 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 I know. I, I, I know. Totally not. <laughs> Say bye, JD. Uh, and I guess I'm JD Viardo. And yeah, I have nothing clever to say because you know. Wait, 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 wait. You you guess? I mean, we've been doing this whole podcast, and you only guess that you're him. I could be Errol too. Steve, just totally be Errol. Hit this sort of thing. What are you doing, man? We got we got like you know get we got viewers or listeners or you know people that count on us. Huh? I think. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, there's so much for quality. Huh? <laughs> so much okay. for quantity, too. <laughs> Keep the coffee. Uh, Keep, Keep the coffee. coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. I will talk to you guys next week, or I'll see you all right. next week. Indeed, indeed. You guys have yourselves a good week. Uh, Steve, don't try not to melt your brain down. Get a game or two in there. You're a game or two. Yeah, I am. <laughs> wah, wah. Hey, so there's another uh, thing here from Blizzard where you can play StarCraft with your Kinect. And it shows a <laughs> Korean guy just going mad crazy. Awesome. Destroying everybody. And he's playing against two white dudes who are losing. That's racist. Well, no, it that's is. true, but I mean, <laughs> it's probably more true than racist. They made like the Korean dude seem like a cyborg. It's awesome. Well, I mean, that, that, you know, that's something. You know, when you point out a, a racial, a, a racial thing that's a, an an actuality, is it in fact racial, racist? The white people won. <laughs> that's just wrong. Podcast that never yep. ends. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. You guys Man. take care.